Outcast. We're here. Welcome <laughs> to the Outcast. Episode two of the Oddcast. We are live here in our state-of-the-art Morristown, New Jersey studios. Got a good episode for you here today, recapping week one of the NFL, talking week two of the NFL. We'll give you our best bets of the week. We have some fun segments planned. I'm Dominic DeLeo alongside Joe DeLera. Terry Takes, how are you guys doing tonight? Doing pretty good, guys. I'm doing great. Nice. Uh, I just want to, you know, pull the curtain back for our listeners. Our state-of-the-art studio is uh, Dominic's apartment uh just to paint the picture it's like a divorced dad just moved into his first residence post-marriage um there's a lot of boxes a lot of things on tables not a lot of household items and there is a giant hole (laughs) in his bathroom ceiling just like his heart can can (laughs) confirm don't have a microwave but i do have a bottle opener so divorced dad Really, uh, really, really just stepping into that narrative. Uh, like I said, a lot of good things to talk about this week. We're going to call back to a segment we did last week. First off, we'll start with uh, revisiting Did Joe's Girlfriend Listen to the Podcast. Spoiler alert, she did not, and she is now Joe's fiance. So Ooh. congratulations to Joe. Thank you, Dom. Uh, for getting your, your now fiance to say yes to you, despite your mild gambling addiction. Yeah, well, it's a good thing she doesn't listen to the pod, so she doesn't know about it at all. It's great. <laughs> she just thinks we're hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> you looked at uh, venues today. Yeah, that was really... Uh, so, so you got engaged on Saturday, and yeah. Sunday was week one of the NFL. So yeah. did you get to watch the games? Like, did she she actually watched all the games with me. Uh, I think happily because there was a rock on her finger. And then Monday you had to look at venues. Uh, no, Monday was yesterday, Dom. And <laughs> yesterday I watched both Monday Night Football games. It was fantastic. Okay. So, so now today, <laughs> today we had to look at venues. Did you win your bets when you watched the games with her? Uh, I won the Monday night games, but none of the other ones, really. Mm. I did live bet the Bills, so that was good. Happy those marriage. Je- those Jets also fell. Yeah. So. It's going to be tough if you can't win any bets. Yeah, well, you know, thank God that I'm not paying for this wedding. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to sponsor that, anyone. Yeah, I guess we'll get uh, periodic updates from your new adventure in life yeah uh, you know it seems like she's got a lot of things picked out and planned for you yeah you're just along for the ride i can tell you what this paper that they advertise with is a lot nicer than the wb mason paper at work <laughs> <laughs> you've really got some weight to it so week one of the nfl uh was sunday started off on thursday night with packers bears uh sunday was the big day um i went to staten island on sunday to watch the games um how was that it was it was fine uh, the thing that I realized while driving over there, because I drove over there probably like 2 or 3 o'clock, which was in the middle of the 1 o'clock games. Yeah. And I'm looking at the 4 o'clock games thinking, okay, what am I going to do? Like, I need some more action. I'm, I'm looking at Cardinals, Lions. And I realized once I get into New York, I can't, um, I can't bet. That sounds like a disaster, to be honest. Like, it is a disaster. So did you bet and drive at the same time? I've... You know, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna invoke my Fifth Amendment rights here, but Staten Island. Yeah. Anyway, how was that? <laughs> Wonderful transition. How was that? The armpit um, of New York. 
I realize that New Jersey is the mecca of sports gambling. I mean, for those listeners who don't know, this podcast is by four New Jersey residents. We've kind of lo- you know, been able to live through this renaissance of yeah. sports betting, and New Jersey has been really taking in just as much money as Nevada um, for their sports Did handle. Did we pass them, actually? I think, one, I think one month, yeah. Yeah. So New Jersey's been this destination for people. I was talking to somebody in Staten Island, an Islander, um, and he... I can have a destination wedding. <laughs> New Jersey, here we go. <laughs> he, he, took, he took out a gym membership in Bayonne, which is just across the river, yeah. um, just to be able to bet sports. Yeah, one of my friends, he uh, is in White Plains, uh, New York. He gets gas in New Jersey, probably because he doesn't have to pump his own, but yeah, true. you know, it also might be to gamble. Yeah, I mean, so. if you want to gamble on sports and not pump your own gas, I mean... It's an ideal scenario. There's only one place in, New, in, the, in the United States you can do that. Yeah, come over here, fellas. So, week one... What did you guys think, um, just in general? You know, there wasn't this offensive explosion that happened last year. Um, there weren't really too many shocking things that happened. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> it's watching the Todd father. All right. <laughs> uh, well, I thought Joe had this. Before we get into week one and our, and our thoughts on it, we're going to discuss some housekeeping. Uh, last week we made a logo. Uh, people seem to like it. Yeah, I've, got good I've had feedback. a lot of questions about why there's not a football in it. Cause, yeah, because then you'd have to go to the doctor. So yeah. it's uh, we, like we everybody we, said it's a good size, it's respectable, but not obtrusive. Yeah, so I mean, it's not it's not scary. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, I can listen to that. We could make the O a football. <laughs> 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 we could, we could. It's an option, but um, we are also on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, our Twitter is the Oddscast Pod. The Instagram is the Oddscast. Um, we'll be posting stuff on there. Yeah. It took us a while to get on Instagram. Apparently, yeah. somebody stole our email address. Yeah, somebody just absolutely hijacked uh, our Gmail, so um, we had to fix that. Uh, really got around the system and all the uh, security measures in place. Mm-hmm. Um, um, do we advertise on Facebook? No. But is there is there what like what's the risk reward? Uh, the risk is that we start getting reviews by from like boomers on our podcast. Rewards is we get a lot of Russian bots to follow our podcast and promote it. Inflate the numbers. Yeah. Get it on Putin's iPod. Oh, I'm assuming he still has an iPod. <laughs> He's definitely not a Samsung Maybe an iPod guy. Touch. <laughs> Speaking got an iPod <laughs> Mini. Speaking <laughs> of iPods and Apple, uh, we recently, it took us six days to get our podcast put on Apple Podcasts. So it's unbelievable. If, you, if that's your listening medium, we are now on it. Go on, subscribe, and like. Give us yeah. five stars. Leave a review. Yeah. Um, definitely listen to last week's news first, and then listen to this <laughs> week's news. So if you got to this point and you didn't listen to episode one, just stop. Go back, listen to week one, so that way you know what we didn't do well last week. And, and then come in, come in hot right now. So for those of you who just stopped and went back. Now, uh, welcome, welcome back. back. And the sound is probably much better. 
Thank you to producer Corey for fixing all of our audio problems. Thank you for getting our podcast on Apple Podcasts. I, I understand it was uh, quite the um, arduous experience. Yeah. Do you want to comment at all? Yeah, why didn't they let, need us a mic? let us on? What did Steve Jobs do? It wasn't Steve Jobs. He's dead. <laughs> I don't believe in that conspiracy. I believe in a host of others, but not that one. The biggest problem Steve I Jobs have with this whole fucking problem. Six days. Six days. Have you read Genesis? Like the Bible? Do you know what can be fucking accomplished in <laughs> six days? <laughs> All I had to do was upload a goddamn podcast. <laughs> six well, well, whole days. Now you can rest on the seventh day. It was a fucking Tuesday, the seventh day. I had to did go to they, work. Did they give you? Did they give you any explanation? God didn't at have all? a fucking day job. I do. <laughs> did they give you any explanation at no. all? No. It was like, oh, it'll be up in a few days. All right. Well, cool. Thanks, Apple. And then it says, oh, you've been approved. Any hour now. All right. Just keep well, checking. Hopefully, Joe, you they don't have a ex- microphone. Joe just said yes. They gave <laughs> us an explicit tag, and that's because I don't want to get kicked off after finally getting on because we didn't put the tag on it. And some twelve-year-old's like, "Mom, I want to bet and and like, <laughs> what what does asshole mean?" Even though if you're if you're twelve and from New Jersey, you've heard the word asshole. That was yeah, silly. That's 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 that was a bad bad reference. Um, well, hopefully we do get our podcast approved quicker. I mean, that's the hope. I mean, now I would imagine. Up. I would imagine it gets up quicker. I think it'll be. Shout straight. out to Spotify for putting us up immediately. Yeah, you know what? I've been trying to work for them for years, and they never hired me. All right. Well, now's your here's your. Now time. I just love them even more. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's my great white buffalo. They Spotify. rip off musicians, but thanks for putting the pot up. <laughs> That's why I do this now. All right. Thank you, Producer Corey, again, for all your hard work. Um, I think that's it for housekeeping. Uh, So check out our podcast on Apple Podcasts. Like and subscribe. I don't know if Spotify has a like or subscribe feature. I think they do. Yeah. I mean, it's easier to post, like, the Spotify stuff on your Instagram because it, like, links to it. Uh, So, yeah, that's nice. Uh, Moving on. This time last week. This is a segment where we quickly recap where we were this time last week, particularly what we were wrong about. Um, And I'll let Terry go first. Yeah, so this time last week, I thought the Dolphins would be okay. I mean, I at least thought Ryan Fitzpatrick would be able to will us to a cover of seven points. And that was over in the first five minutes of the game. So, Well, this time last week, we also made a mayor's bet, which we the did. Dolphins was, were a part of. I think I went 2-1 and one against you. I think you won the Packers. I won the Ravens and the Raiders. So you owe me a drink at one point. Yeah, well, Everyone remembers the first one. Joe, this time last week. No. Oh, man, I was wrong about so many things. <laughs> I thought Texas was going to win. Texas is back. I thought that, like, the Bears were going to... Steelers uh, were your best bet of the week. Oh, yeah, and the Steelers stink. Holy shit. They stink. They stink more than... (laughs) (laughs) It's a disaster right now. Gonna have to cut that. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) All right. Steelers stink. They're terrible. I don't know what happened. Big Ben is just, like, not there. I don't know why they kicked a field goal on, like, the two-yard line down 20, but... Nightmare scenario for my best. Don't want to get shut out. The AFC North, um, the second it's quarter. better to lose by 30 than 33. <laughs> That's it. Counts all the same. The AFC North is interesting because mm-hmm. I thought the Browns would be better. 
Um, I fell into yeah. that trap bet and then minus five and a half, and they looked bad, very bad. Yeah. I also thought that fading first-year head coaches would work. Um, first-year head coaches, and I mean rookie head coaches. I'm not talking about Adam Gase with the Jets, who has coached an NFL game. I'm not yeah. talking about um, – Bruce Arians, who's coached an NFL game before, but the rookie head coaches who I told people to fade went three and two um, against the spread. LaFleur was the only one with the Packers who won a game, but Kingsbury with the Cardinals and Taylor with the uh, Bengals both won against the spread. Brian Flores lost against the spread with the Dolphins, as we just talked about, and Vic Fangio uh, with the Broncos lost against the spread. I wonder how you would have done fading the money line. Maybe. I mean, it was... I mean, the, the Bengals were huge underdogs. Yeah, the um, Bengals coming in, like, with only a one-point difference. It's like what we talked about last week, though. They're, if their offense is healthy, they can put up some points. Yeah, and, I mean, I think that was another thing that I was kind of wrong about. Um, I thought the Bengals were going to be the worst team in the league, and they look actually like they can win a couple games. So. Yeah, they I mean, look like the Dolphins. The theme I think we need to keep in mind with analyzing week one is that you shouldn't overreact because it's week one. Last year – Keep your composure. Ryan Fitzpatrick walked in Stay the, calm. the Superdome and beat the Saints at home. Yeah. And the Buccaneers, you know, Fitzpatrick ended up losing his job seven, eight weeks down the road, and the Saints go to the NFC Championship game. And if you asked in week two, people were like, oh, the Saints have no defense. And then the Saints almost lost week two last year, too. Yeah, so. so don't overreact. Don't overreact. And Deep uh, breath. Yeah. yeah. Unless you're a Dolphins fan. Just burn your jerseys. I mean, if you still think I have a jersey, <laughs> it's been 18 years. Before right, we'll burn we, your knit hat. Before <laughs> we get into week one, um, or, or week two, rather, looking ahead, um, Joe, you wanted to talk about the baseball playoff picture. I know uh, we've been all NFL so far through episode one and now through episode two. Um, but but do you see any value in some games? You know what what do you think about not the games particularly, but the futures bets? Yeah, you know who's so gonna who's gonna win the World Series kind of stuff? Yeah, so I mean I think like the teams that are coming out of the National League, um, the Dodgers are obviously heavy favorites even to win the World Series right now, um, just because they're coming out of the National League. Um, they don't really have another strong competitor in my opinion, except for the Nationals. The Nationals, just based on their pitching rotation, I think that they can di- they can make some noise. There. I I wish the listeners could see Ke- cut. <laughs> I wish the I wish the listeners could see Terry's face uh, when Joe said the Dodgers have no competitors because Terry, as you want to you know you can opine on this as a fan of the Atlanta Braves who are only three games behind the Dodgers for the best record in the NL. Yeah, I still think they have a chance to get the best record. You know, they call that winning the pennant. Winning the pennant. Uh, back in the old days, it was a big deal. Um, but people forget that the Braves just beat the Dodgers two to two to one in a series not too long ago. I don't know why you would think the Braves don't have a good shot at at taking down the Dodgers. Just the Dodgers pitching is a lot stronger. I mean, if you're looking at teams that are, you know, that have just dominated all season long, it's the Braves and the Dodgers in the NL, and it's the Yankees and the Astros in the AL. Yeah. Um, but time and time again, we've seen in a short three-game, five-game series. Uh, sure. Uh, or, you know, wild-card game, yeah. five-game five, five game series in the divisional series, seven-game series in uh, the championship and World Series. I mean, teams can get hot. And a team like the Nationals, who are 
just unstoppable going into uh, September. And, you know, a team that can sneak in and maybe start playing well, start some timely hitting and, and bullpen yeah. pitching, it, it's it's happened before. Yeah, so. I just think you're looking at uh, starting three of Scherzer, Strasburg, and um, Corbin, which is just nasty. They can line up with really anybody in baseball. Um, I think the Yankees might have trouble if they don't stay hot. But it's really the Yankees are to depend mostly on their bats and then if Paxton keeps pitching the way he's pitching, then they're in good shape. And then if they get Severino back to maybe open, that kind of changes the scenario. But um, usually you got to pitch to win in baseball, and that's as a Yankee fan saying that. And I've wanted to tell you um, that I have officially given up on the Mets. Double. Um, I, I never. You consult- got. You got. Your, oh, you didn't. Con- I thought you had your. I thought you did. Huh? No, no, I didn't. I was a full believer. I really thought that they were on a roll. They had some timely hitting, but uh, after dropping series to the Phillies last week, uh, last weekend, and then after we recorded episode one, you guys watched me in disbelief watch the Mets give up a six-run lead in the bottom of the ninth inning. Yeah, I think was, it might have been more. That was great for my. No, it was six. Uh, Nationals. Money it was six. Line, they scored seven. Um, but that so, was fun. So, Joe sure. and Dominic, looking at the the odds right now, World Series winners, Astros, 2-1, to one, Dodgers, plus 260, Yankees, 425, Braves, 850, Twins, 14-1, to one, Cardinals, 16-1, Nationals, 20-1, to one, Cubs, 25-1, to one, Rays, 25-1, to one, A's, 30-1. to one. Honestly, the Cubs kind of stick out to me a little bit just because they've been there before. The cores performed in the playoffs. Um, they're kind of on a roll right now. And if you pulled that back a little bit, if you were not looking for a long shot, the Twins are really good. The Twins are – The problem for the oh. Twins, I think, is like they're going to either play the Astros or the Yankees and then have to probably play the next team. In the, They're going to have to beat really both the Astros and the Yankees. And I don't think that's going to happen. All right, well – I also out of this don't really pitch nearly as well, and then they just lost Pineda to a PED suspension. And if you're looking at those top four teams I was talking about that have consistently dominated, you know, eight to one with the Braves is probably where the value is. If you think all those teams are kind of on equal footing, I know that you don't, um, Joe, because no. of you know what you just just were talking to Terry about. But I think that if you think all those teams are even, eight to one is where the money's at. I, I'm just uncomfortable I taking do. a team that's two to one or three to one in a, to win the World Series in yeah. September. I was gonna say I think your value is really more on like a matchup, like somebody over somebody else. Mm-hmm. So like if you think the Dodgers are gonna win, or like if you think the Yankees are gonna win, or the Astros are gonna win, you know, if you happen to think the Braves are gonna win, I think it comes into like saying like who do you think they're going to beat in the other league. Um, I think that's where you're probably going to get your value right now on that type of parlay. Well, don't you think the value then would be on the Braves? Because as of now, the it's Dodgers, not value if they're going to lose. The Dodgers would play the wild card winner, which you have as being the Nationals. So then you have your two favorites playing each other. Yeah, I don't just don't like the Brave. I just don't really like the Braves' chances in the National League. Like I think whoever comes out of the Dodgers Nationals is going to win. What about the Indians who are a half game out of the wild card and are forty to one to win the World Series? There's some val- they can pitch. They can pitch. Yeah, I mean I think you're just really throwing a dart at it um, with any yeah. team that's not those top four teams we talked about, the Yankees, Astros, yeah. Dodgers, Braves. So if you want to 
you know, throw a 10, ten, twenty dollars down on a team that's twenty five, thirty, forty to one, and just have a team to root for. I mean, it's not it's, crazy. It's, it's fun. But like, do. if you think it's going to be between those top four teams, I think you need to do like a parlay or of some mm-hmm. sort. All right, MLB talk done. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna take a quick break. On the other side, we're gonna talk about uh, more in depth about the NFL. Our thoughts on week one, um, our, our bets for week two, and uh, see you then. Welcome back to the Outcast. Thank you, Terry. We're back talking week two NFL. Uh, we're going to go over a little bit of what happened in week one. Obviously, the biggest news story of the week was Antonio Brown, which I was kind of sick of talking about, and I had this whole spiel about how didn't want to talk about it and how it might not even mean anything because he's 31 and a receiver that relies on speed and quickness and he might not all have it because he was injured, all this stuff, and how it was done with it. And then now we're recording this Tuesday night. It's probably going to release on Thursday morning or sometime on Thursday. And now we just learned that he has been sued in the District Court of Florida for sexual assault. So the story is not going to end. Um, I don't know if he plays. The NFL has kind of had this strict no-tolerance policy with certain players. Yeah, on sexual it, assault and child abuse and, and Tyree, marijuana and Tyreek Hill played last weekend. Um, so what are your thoughts on this situation? I mean, there's a lot of people that took the Patriots immediately, even though I thought it was dumb at four to one or five to one to win the Super Bowl. And yeah. that's just it's that's not no. it, it's, it, there's no that's value crazy. There. I mean, uh, maybe Bill Belichick just couldn't have two non-white receivers on the team at the same time. So the NFL had to concoct something. Terry, you said you had a good prop bet. Is that real, is that about the Patriots or not? Yeah, no. The prop bet would be who plays more games in a Patriots uniform this season, Josh Gordon or Antonio Brown. Josh Gordon minus one twenty. Well, Josh Gordon's already played one game, so is it from now or just is it including last week? Yes. I would take Josh Gordon because yeah. I mean this sexual assault thing is pretty big. It's a thing. It's a pretty big deal. It's a thing. I mean, it literally like the the complaint came out probably thirty minutes ago. Yeah. I don't know what's in it. There I mean, the only thing that gives me some pause with this is that it's a civil complaint. It's not a criminal complaint. Mm-hmm. It's not an indictment or anything like that. I mean, I mean he's. This is just an allegation. Like we don't really have any basis for this. Right I now. made the line before I considered the new complaint. You, do you, you want to change it? No. Okay. Uh, yeah. No. So you're just gonna lie with a bad line, unlike Fanduel. I think that hey, Josh Gordon <laughs> hasn't played a full season, and I don't even know when. So who would you take? I would take Antonio Brown. Okay. Uh, Pause money. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Gordon's had more of the troubled history. I mean, troubled in quotations with this now because it was just yeah smoking marijuana. And we can go on about that if we want to, but um, you know he's definitely missed more games in his career due to off the field issues than Antonio Brown. But this is this is just going to be an interesting circus because the Patriots have, you know, kind of portrayed this clean cut mentality of a team, and you know just kind of do everything for the brand. And now you have this circus of Antonio Brown coming in with this, uh, you know, being the number one news story in the NFL for the last week and a half. Now with uh, legal troubles as well, 
I'm sure people are going to keep talking about it, and it's going to be interesting to see how they handle it all. I still would not take them at four or five to one, no matter how good no. they looked against the Steelers on on Sunday night. Um, but it is the number one story, so yeah. we're going to have to talk about I mean, it. We haven't seen a Patriot with legal troubles, I don't think, ever. <laughs> oh, wait, they had a murderer. <laughs> <laughs> so... Was he? Uh, he was on the team when that happened. He was right? on yes. the team. Yeah. Okay. Did they just sign him to like an extension too yes. the year before? So that was a criminal complaint. That, that was, was that's what I'm saying. That was a criminal complaint. Feel a little bit differently about it. You're still innocent until proven guilty. But are we not talking about everything beforehand that happened with Antonio Brown? I mean, what is there to talk about? I mean, the greatest con job in the history of the NFL. Yeah. The fact that he got Gruden to consent. Like in a roundabout way to that, it was just wild. Well, he lost out on the twenty nine million dollars. Yeah. Like, so I don't know how much of a con job it would be. Gruden just heard his voice and was like, "Oh man, that's cool." <laughs> <laughs> is that me? <laughs> this is great. I told you to cut the shit and play some football. Like, this is great. Oh man, I sound great. <laughs> like, I care. Pay. I'm worth ten million dollars a year. Well, the Raiders did win on Monday night. They look pretty good. Their running back scenarios. Josh Jacobs is good. Thank God this is the last season that we'll have to watch NFL teams run around on the infield of a baseball stadium. <laughs> it does. It does. It's look ridiculous. Bad. It looks it's bad. Ridiculous. It's got to hurt too. Yeah, I saw a tweet. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah, everyone knows. Good what thing we're they have about. to. Good thing they're really enforcing the helmet policy this year. Yeah. So yeah. help with the dirt burn. All right. The theme for week two um, betting is do not overreact for week one. Yeah. You know, so if a team looked bad. Don't think they're going to be bad just because they looked bad in week one. You know, teams do turn it around. It could be a matchup thing. It could be just they did, didn't show up. They don't travel well. Um, it could be anything. So, you know, from week two to week, from week one to week two, don't want to look at week one and say that this is the be all end all. How they looked week one is how they're going to play out the rest of the season. What if you're a Dolphins fan? And thank you for bringing that up, Terry, <laughs> because there are two. Asking for a friend. I. I understand but there are two huge lines this week both i think taking into account the dolphins ravens game of week one and that's dolphins hosting the patriots as 19 point underdogs which is just absurd on its face and then the ravens hosting the cardinals and i think the lines at 13 it, it went up to 13 and a half I want you to talk about, Joe, first, what you think of big lines in general um, and just give your thoughts on these two just these two games. There's nothing more disheartening than seeing, like, if you take, like, a plus 13 or something like that and then just back-to-back touchdowns in the first quarter and you just know, like, you're fucked. You're just absolutely toast on that. I just think, like, that there's... 14 points and 19 points is a lot of points in an NFL game. Yeah. Like, these games are usually close. I just think that if any team is more, like, that would have the better chance to cover is probably the Cardinals have a better chance to cover that spread than the Dolphins. The Dolphins are just... I do. I already took the Cardinals. I think think that the Ravens, prime letdown game, I mean, the Dolphins just were... Hapless. They looked like they were going to go 0-16. Yeah. And the, the game was over in the first quarter. So the Cardinals looked like they finally started to figure things out with the yeah. rookie head coach, rookie quarterback. They have a decent offense. Coming off a tie, size. I mean, like. <laughs> but in the second half, they were, they were down undefeated. by a lot the of The Cardinals points. are undefeated. It, it looks like they finally started to figure things out. And it wouldn't surprise me if it's a one-score game. Do I think the Ravens win? Yes. Yeah. But 
covering 13 and a half is, is a different story. It's a lot of points. Yeah, and you saw it with the Seahawks last week at 10 and a half. Like, it's very hard to cover a double-digit point spread. The Eagles, double-digit yeah. point spread, didn't cover. And I think the Cardinals, they still have some vet guys on the team. You know, you got Larry Fitzgerald, you got David Johnson. I mean, those guys are competitors. They don't want to lose. Like, they're not going to just roll over. The Dolphins just literally look like they were out of the water. Terry, big lines, Dolphins, Pats, Ravens, Cardinals, thoughts? Uh, Dolphins, you know, as much as I hate it, I kind of want to take 19 points. Two professional football teams. This isn't, you know, Alabama playing Ball State. Shout out Central Indiana or Southern Indiana. Indiana in general. The Dolphins have some pride. You know, they're professionals, go to work every day. Going to go against Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Uh, it's to be seen. Does Bill Belichick want to embarrass his former assistant coach? Oh, Probably. That's, that's a good, uh, that's, a, that's, that's decent. Um, and, you decent, know, decent the, the Patriots are always, granted, they usually play the Dolphins later in the season when the Patriots have the division locked up and the Dolphins are just playing for pride. But essentially, you have the same thing here in week two of the season. Um, and you know, the, the Dolphins are usually good to make it close or win a game in Miami. So as crazy as it sounds, I, I feel like you just have to take 19 points. Is it at 19 or 19 and a half? It's 19 right now. Uh, for the Ravens, I don't know. That's a, a rookie quarterback traveling across country. with My gripe with K uh, Cliff Kingsbury is fourth and eight, first game as an NFL head coach, overtime, 45 seconds left. Oh, yeah. You got to just go for it. I agree Go for that. the win. Just fucking try to win. You're the Cardinals. You got nothing going on. No. Why wouldn't you go for it? Why would you punt and then just be like, yeah, hope we tie? I mean, I don't, Frank, I don't know. I'm I don't really understand why they made Frank, overtime. Fr Frank minutes. Reich. Frank Reich did it against yes, the Colts against the Texans, and yeah. the Colts made the playoffs. So. Yeah. Who cares? It's week one. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't understand Don't why. overreact. Why is overtime 10 minutes now? Like, that was one player, possession barely each. Player safety. Oh, that's when we care. Did you want to watch any more of that game? <laughs> I would have liked to have seen a little bit more time, I think. It is, you do bring up a good point, because it's like they have two drives, what and the fuck's the there's point? two minutes left in the game. Yeah, just... Give them each, like, they'd be better off playing at, like, college. Especially with the field goal rule now. Like, if yeah. you go down, kick a field goal, go down, kick a field goal, there's four minutes left. And then whoever and has the ball, that's probably the last possession of the mm -hmm. game. Either way, uh, two big spreads to look at this week. Terry, Terry says pick the Dolphins, or he's thinking about picking the Dolphins. Why, why not just have, you know, the captains of each team vote on someone to kick a field goal from the other team. They should whoever do, whoever they makes do it. Like, they should kind of like, do it like hockey. Like it's, almost like, it's, almost, it's almost like the Dr. Pepper challenge at halftime of a bowl game where they have kids throw footballs for college tuition. They should do it kind of like... Do it, uh, you, you pick like two fattest guys on each team and you have them do the same thing with field goals. They should do, they should do it kind of like uh, hockey or something. Like, just have less people on the field. Like, instead of 11 guys, just do, like, eight and f see how you want to do it. Yeah, do you do three on three, do a shootout. Yeah, something weird. Or dodgeball, like the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. with footballs, just throw footballs at each other. I think you're, I think you're really on to something here. Yeah, make me a commissioner. Yeah. 
then you can have a million backup quarterbacks on your roster, and it's normal. So Eli Manning will always have a job. Looking ahead to week two, um, last week we did Thursday night football and best bets. We each went around. Um, this week we have a little bit more time, so we're going to do Thursday night, Sunday night, Monday night. Each give a bet for that. Or you could stay away. You know, there's we're not telling everybody to bet each game. You know, as a no bet every a, game. As <laughs> a sports investor, there are times where you need to not bet games. Um, so if you don't like a game and if you don't have an angle, you know, you don't have to pick. Um, and then we'll give out our best bet for each uh, for, for the week. So just one bet. It could be any game. Um, you could double up on a game if you want, if you like the Thursday night or any of the primetime games. But we'll start with Thursday night. This week it is Tampa Bay going into Carolina, both teams 0-1. Tampa Bay looked pretty abysmal um, at home against San Francisco, two pick sixes. Uh, Carolina looked all right against the Rams um, at home. Uh, the spread is seven right now. and Where's the, that? The over-under is 49 and a half. I'm looking at action. Yeah. Oh, wow. Ooh, FanDuel, seven. Props to FanDuel. Yeah. yeah. It's six and a half some places. It's seven. Yeah. Um, it looks like it might – it'll probably settle around six and a half, I'd imagine. I know. It's going up because I snagged it at six and a half earlier today. So it's not going up. I don't like this game at all. I don't like it at six and a half. I don't like it at seven. Joe, do you have any any angles here? I bet the Panthers at six and a half. I like. I think the Panthers are going to beat the shit out of the Bucks. Mm -hmm. I don't see Jameis Winston just like. I feel like this isn't even like a week one overreaction. He just looks terrible. Like he just looks like he has no concept of ball security in terms of knowing when to throw the ball away, or when to throw the ball like to a receiver on his own team. Um, I just think that the Panthers win this game. They're just going to run the shit out of the ball with McCafferty. And like, and the wide receivers look great, honestly, for uh, the Panthers as well. I think that they can really just run the ball down uh, the Bucks' throat. All right, Joe's on Panthers six and a half. Terry? I'm going to take the Bucks plus seven, lay the extra big minus 115. You got a short week, basically – you know, know what's going to happen. Cam Newton, is he healthy? Is he not? I'm asking, I'm asking you because I don't know. Um, I don't think he... He wore a bar barbed wire hat. <laughs> that was. I think the reports were, and I didn't watch most of this game, but that he didn't really run the ball um, and he didn't throw a lot of deep passes. So uh, I don't know what the Panthers are saying as far as his health is concerned. But I like, I like Bruce Arians to get a win. Week two, win, like, against not the spread. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Against <laughs> Where it really matters for the spread, <laughs> you know. And I'm looking at Blaine Gabbert, backup QB for the Bucks. Okay. Sleeper, <laughs> fantasy sleeper. Yeah, of the stardom, week. stardom. Okay. Interesting take. Joe is on the Panthers minus six and a half. Terry's on the Bucks plus seven. I'm gonna go under forty nine and a half. Uh, these Thursday night games are always, especially earlier in the season, they're they're Teams look like they're just out of sync, and the short week of rest really is, you know, it looks like it's hard for offenses to really come out and execute the game plans. And Like Joe said, you know, 10 minutes of overtime, but, hey, go play again in three yeah, days. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I think the under, uh, like I said, I don't – I think it's going to be around seven. Like I think the Panthers are going to be, you know, up 
you know, either driving late to score or the Bucks are going to be looking at a backdoor cover and it's probably going to be around a touchdown. I think this is a great line and I don't want to bet it. So I'm going with the under because I do think that 50 points is a lot of points, especially in a Thursday night football game earlier in the season. Going to skip ahead to Sunday night. This is the Eagles heading into Atlanta. Play the Falcons. This opened out as a pick 'em, but the line has trended a little bit in the Eagles' favor. Eagles are a one-point favorite, uh, up to two points on DraftKings. Still one point on FanDuel, one and a half on William Hill. Uh, so you're looking probably around one to two. Uh, slight Eagles uh, favorite there. Joe, what do you think about this game? I kind of like the over in this game. Um, the over is 51. Yeah, they're playing in the Dome. Um, I think the Falcons kind of figure it out after last week's uh, kind of debacle offensively. And uh, the Eagles let up a lot of points to the Redskins. And uh, Carson Wentz looks like he's back. So uh, your dark horse MVP candidate there, Dom, uh, might be up to uh, put a couple points on the board there. I actually did take Deshaun Watson to win MVP. Oh. Um, I like the Texans offense. I took him too. But and, <laughs> you know, he looked okay on Monday night. Um, I, I'm actually I, I'm pretty excited about that. That pick. The stats weren't too great, but I think you know if the Texans are twelve and four, um, or eleven and five, and he has a good good year, um, it could be could yeah. be a thing. I just don't think uh, fifty one points is a lot of points mm-hmm. for this game in a dome with an extra day. Terry, give me the dirty birds, Atlanta. Feed off the Atlanta Braves. You know, <laughs> come back week two, home in the dome. Eagles didn't look great. Was it a wake-up call, or did the did the R words expose the Eagles' defense for what it is? You going money line or spread? I'll take the spread. I'll take the extra two points. Probably miss a field, um, extra point, you know, spread. Okay. Lost my train of thought. All right. I'm, I'm with you. I'm going Falcons uh, plus two. I think the Falcons win this game outright, but take the three points. I think that in these games, these primetime games, being the home team is a huge uh, advantage. I don't think the Eagles are an elite team. I think they'll win the division, but I, you know, it'd probably be around nine, ten wins, like typical NFC East fashion. Uh, the Falcons uh, did not look good, but I do like the Vikings a lot, and I think their defense is, is very, very good. Um, it's just, it's just easy to envision a primetime game. Matt Ryan and Julio Jones at home, a little Muhammad Sanu sprinkled in there, um, and I think that they're they're gonna they're gonna come. Or you, exactly. All right, going to Mon- wait. Time out. I, Did you get excited when you watched the Patriots second Steelers third? game and they do the intros and you have the McCourty twins and you just get back to back RUs? Uh, I went to Rutgers for the listeners out there. Um, you get back to back RUs. Logan Ryan had a huge game for, for Tennessee. Logan Island out there. Um, you know, those are all Shiano's guys at Rutgers. And, you know, there are some rumors. There are some rumors on the banks that he might be coming back. Um, so Churn the mill. Yeah. But Rutgers football. Not the greatest. Uh, I don't, you know, I don't really get excited when talking about them. Um, so, but Sanu is good. We're both on the Falcons. Me and Terry. Joe's on the over fifty-one. Monday night. Cle- oh, it's Monday night. Monday night. <laughs> Jets hosting the Browns. Uh, both of these teams own one. 
Cleveland is a two and a half point favorite on the road. The over under is 45 and a half. Joe, talk to me. I hate this game so much. Mm. I like really, I would not bet this game at all, but I'm probably going to bet this game at some point. But if I had to pick, you don't, I'm probably, you don't, you don't have to pick. I'm probably, for the sake of your record on the show, you do not have to pick. I just want to remind you. Oh, I thought that we just had to bet. No. Like no. Between, amongst ourselves. No, I, I did a whole thing at the beginning that, you know, if you are a responsible sports better. Oh, so this there, is, but this is just for our record, though. This is for our record. And yeah. if you don't want to take a chance and, and lose a game and fall deeper into a hole, you don't have to bet the game. So Yeah, I don't know. I don't really – I haven't really looked at this game as a game that I want to really play. Um, but – I'll probably take in the Browns. I would just I would take the Browns money line here and just buy the points because I don't really like this game that much. But you are betting it for purposes of the show. Yeah, for purposes of the show. Browns money line. I'll probably wind up betting that like that day, but who knows? Do you think the Browns are worth essentially six points on the road? Mm, not after what I saw in week one, no. Yeah. No. Me either. <laughs> Give me the New York football Jets, plus three. I might even dabble on the under, 46. You can, uh, you can get plus three, too, on DraftKings right now. And you can always buy it. Buy yeah. A, you know what? Give me the Jets' money line. Oh. Adam Gase got his first win against the Cleveland Browns as a Miami Dolphins head coach. He's going to have a little symmetry here and get his first win as Jets head coach against the Cleveland Browns. It was a terribly ugly game when he got his win for the Dolphins. And he started, he, we started out 0-2. We almost, it might have been in overtime against the Browns when they were like, had Brandon Whedon as their quarterback. Wow. Throwback. Yeah. So things are looking up for the Adam Gase era in New York. <laughs> <laughs> Joe and, and Terry both on opposite sides of the money line. I'm going to just sit back and watch you guys play I out. took the under as well. I'm oh. taking it. Oh. 46. Whoa, two bets. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Big day. Um, I'm staying away from this game. I'll probably place a prop bet um, on on Le'Veon Bell, or or just an offensive player on the Jets. Uh, Le'Veon Bell looked fresh. He did. He, he had did. fresh legs. Might go like over receptions or something like that, depending on where the line is. Um, come Monday, um, but I'm staying away from the actual spread it over under. If you want to look at our bets, you can follow us on the Action Network. Um, we'll, we'll post links to it on Twitter, but you can see us on all the bets that we don't place and talk about on the show. You can look at it. Desperately um, awaiting NBA season here. Yeah. Joe, big NBA guy. Now it's time for the best bet of the week. Joe? Yeah, so I was looking at uh, this week. I like. I really like the Bears' money line uh, at minus 112 at the Broncos. Um, I think that they have plenty of time to rest up, recuperate, and game plan for Joe Flacco, who is no longer an elite quarterback in the NFL. Um, I think the Bears really just crush him this game, but the difference between the money line and the spread was like minus, was like minus zero, zero, two, two or whatever. So just take the money line here. This was a game I had circled like before the season started. Because there's some ridiculous... Figuratively or literally? Figuratively. Mm. In my brain. Yeah, it was you circled. didn't circle it? No. no. I don't really use paper anymore. Wow. Um, Sounds elite of you. 
the like Flacco. The Browns, I mean, the Broncos uh, have this crazy stat where in the first two weeks of the season they are like an unbelievable record against the spread, and at home, at home, and weeds uh, legal there. Also true. So I don't Not know whether New Jersey. I don't know whether it's people that go over there, players that go over there get too high to play, but it's most likely the altitude and just dealing with um, just conditioning stuff. But and I also thought the Bears were going to win their first game, so Same, my, I, I was yeah. I was hoping for like a bigger spread. Defense now, did show up though. But now you're looking at a Bears team that played on Thursday. They're going to have a full nine days to prepare for the Broncos. The Broncos played Monday night. They have a short week. And usually that's prime for, for the team with, with the, the longer rest. So yeah. um, I like the bet. Terry, your best bet of the week. You go first. All right. My best bet of the week, similar to Joe, I'm going to buy the points in the Buffalo-New York Giants game, taking the Buffalo Bills money line. Uh, it's around 115 now. I think that you just you know suck it up and – and by the points, uh, fade the Giants. Um, um, they're just bad. They're, there's, there's this, you know, living in New Jersey, being around a lot of Giants fans, there's this false narrative that Eli Manning has been a half-decent quarterback, as producer Corey's given me the finger, for the last two or three years. It's just not the case. He's looked awful. The team lost their, arguably, their best offensive player in Odell Beckham. They lost their best defensive player in Landon Collins. They're just not good. Golden Tate's out for the first four uh, weeks. They they just are not – there's not a good football team. And the Bills, on the other hand, I think they're actually good. They played in the same stadium a week ago. They're coming back down. They turned the ball over four times, and their defense still shut down the Jets and kept them in the game, came back and won, and their defense looks all-world. They were top three in DVOA last year, got better with Ed Oliver. Ed Oliver First round pick. Uh, they're young, they're fiery, and I just think they're going to cause Manning fits. And I think this is a pretty, pretty easy uh, layup here. Yeah. Um, I usually hate betting road favorites, but I think this is a special, special situation, and that's why it's my best bet of the week. Yeah, I like that bet. Of much as I like hate to like it, I like the bet. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the other thing is too, like if the Giants aren't going to use. Barkley the way that they can like I mean if Bark if they actually use Barkley they can maybe win the game but if they're gonna do what they did last week I mean Barkley rips off a 54 yard run like right away to start the game and then they just stop using him so I mean here's a question for you as a Giants fan what does the Giants record have to be or how bad does Eli Manning have to play for them to go to Daniel Jones uh, in a, in a, in a non-blowout situation I know he came in the game against yeah, Dallas I mean last they're weekend. saying like I think with the with the Maris was saying, it's like, as long as the Giants are in playoff contention, but with Eli Manning as the quarterback, so the, you're so not the, in playoff contention. The owners are saying that? I think that's what the owners are so saying. So the owners are the ones calling the shots at who starts, not the head coach? Apparently. Dysfunction. Bet the Bills. Book them, Dana. <laughs> Terry, <laughs> your best bet of the week. My best bet of the week. Going back and forth, but I think the game of... Dominic DeLeo's nightmares. I'm going to take the L.A. Rams minus two and a half over the New Orleans Saints in L.A. Drew Brees out of a dome. Saints off an emotional win. Rams are going to show that they deserve to be in the Super Bowl last year. 
I, I looked at it. Book I liked it. it. With a luck on it. It's two and a half. Two and a half. You have anything more? No, that's it. Okay. That's my analysis. All right. Strong analysis. Um, we're going to end this segment. We're going to come back. We're going to finish it off with some uh, some Mew Museum, some Pods and Recs. Got some segments planned. Hold on. I, I, have a, I have a double or nothing for you. Okay. Oh in, in terms of mayor's bets. <laughs> okay. Just for the record, I am ahead one drink, one drink in the mayor's bets. So double or nothing, mayor's bet. Packers play the Minnesota Vikings this week. Your Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> My Minnesota Vikings, yes. What do you think of that game? I like the Vikings there, to be honest. He's not asking you. I know. I'm just <laughs> telling you. I'm getting right in You're there. You're not a mayor. I'm getting right in there. I'm getting right in there. Um, I'm assuming you like the Packers. Yes. Staging, All right. Staging a coup. All right. All right. We're, we're going to bad radio here. We're shaking hands. Double Jeez or nothing. Heads. We're doing spreader money line. I probably should have figured that out before. It's minus three. I'll lay the oh, three. Yeah. All right. I'll take the three. All right. There you go. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back. More segments ahead. I look cool. And welcome back to the Oddscast with Dominic Dami Delia. Joe, Joey Delera, and Terry. Terry Terry. <laughs> we're officially back on the side of the break. Uh back. We're back. Thank you for that lovely, lovely introduction, Terry. Uh Last week, we talked a little bit about memes. We have two segments planned. We're going to be pretty quick to take you out. First one's called Meme Museum, um, and we're kind of going to do the same thing we did last week, but explain it a little better. Um, we're connoisseurs of memes, especially me and Joe. Terry, Terry, still nice doesn't underst- Terry still doesn't understand what a meme is, so just it's probably just going to be us explaining to him what's cool on Instagram. Um, this originally started out as an idea to actually build a physical meme museum, which I still think will crush. And I also want to put the disclaimer in that that's my idea. No one can listen to this podcast and take the idea. It's actually now trademarked um, in my mind. So So your idea is to put pictures in a building and charge admission for it? Yes. Oh, but wow. To <laughs> but to brand it Original. to people that won't We're really museums. realize that. Museums are aggregators, so... Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, and the the curators of memes are the memes accounts, and I'm gonna hire the meme account people to come in and put on their displays. Not the f- not the f- wish. Yeah. What about f- not fuck. Terry f- f- doesn't do memes. All he does is take screenshots of tweets and put them on Instagram. I'm still confused what a meme is, but okay. No, the real meme makers are the ones who actually use pictures You're and actually it. have funny captions and not just anybody can go on go on twitter screenshot a tweet and put on instagram that's all fuck jerry unless you don't have a twitter or an instagram like we did until like the other day so you're you're a blue collar meme guy blue collar meme guy i'm not get your hands dirty i'm not about the culture vultures vulture 
He's profiting off of other people's hard work. It's just like stealing jokes. And there are very, very funny people out there. So with all that being said, this segment's called Me Museum in honor of the future actual physical Me Museum that we can start. God bless. Um, God bless. So in the future, we're not going to do it this week because there honestly isn't a lot of funny memes out there right now yeah. that are kind of taking over. Like in earlier in the summer, Area 51 memes became a thing. Is Area 51 going to be back? Probably, because September 21st, which is next Saturday, that is when the raid is allegedly going to happen. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But we're going to put out, in the future episode, in future episodes, we're going to put out memes on our Instagram account as almost like a study guide, I guess, for people. Yeah. Like, what, do you, what did you used to call those things in college when you used to like have to download like things and bring them to the, the readings. Oh, do the readings for class. You look at our Instagram, you see the memes, and then you come to class, which is our podcast, and we'll discuss them. We'll yeah, analyze visual them. Learning. We'll, ta we'll, talk visual about, learning. we'll talk about the cultural significance. Terry will be just like you guys who, you know, if you don't know memes, he'll be just like you learning along mm. in the process. And we posted I'm not, not going to download. We just posted a killer meme on our Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, actually. actually, it was very good. So go look. It was great. It was yeah. perfectly on point, and it was topical. We used the SpongeBob meme. What was it? It was... Uh, well, so uh, going to... We're going to talk about... I guess a good time to talk about now is the Spongebob, all right, I'm a head out meme. Yeah, um, it's still going strong, I would say. I think there's been some adaptations of it, like where now we're seeing the I, I'm going to head out and then like transitioning into another meme. Um, but I don't know. It's Yeah, so there, you know, there's now memes going out there with doing the Spongebob, leaning over the chair, right, I'm a head out, and then right next to it is him running onto the dance floor. Yeah. So we'll post this meme on our story on Instagram, um, but it's suavemente besame. Suavemente being, all right, I'm going to head out, besame, running onto the dance floor. And if you don't know what that is and you're not ready to dance when you hear that song, you're Ben Affleck for memes. But I'm interested to see if the Area 51 memes come back around with it being only an hour, and uh, an hour, yeah. a week and a half maybe away. We, maybe we can be a content <laughs> creator. Hopefully only an hour away. Um, do you think people actually show up to, to, to Roswell, Area 51? Me? Yeah. You. No. No? No. I no. mean, yeah, five people, but does that... Five. You're putting the over-under at five. Yeah. Over-under how many people actually go to Roswell? Or uh, the guy who started it, Guy Fieri... <laughs> um, Probably. So you're saying that Ronnie right. from the Jersey Shore. You think the Dolphins uh, are going to lose by more The lead singer from Blink 182, and I don't know Trump. I mean, if he wanted to actually, you know, regain some popularity, it's probably a good move for him. I don't think yeah. he needs four to. new voters. Um, Trump, illegal alien, <laughs> but on <laughs> cheeks. <laughs> if there are aliens in Area 51, does Trump deport them? That's no. the real question. Do you think there are aliens there? Yes. I think there are things that maybe have shown up that our government has thought to be some sort of thing from the extraterrestrial. I don't know if there are actually living, breathing aliens in there. I'd probably say no, because I just don't think that. I, yeah. I, you know, I think I, I'm, I'm one to believe that the inner workings of government is pretty incompetent for the most part. So, like, 
the thought that there. What be makes this, you think that? I don't know. I was a former state employee. Like people that think that there's like these giant government conspiracies um, with like how big the bureaucracy is. It's 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 pretty difficult for me to kind of reconcile the inefficiency of big government with like the secrecy of what that would take to you know keep something like aliens outside of the public consciousness. So I don't really believe that there's like these deep dark secrets that people what, are hiding. What if what if the Clintons own the aliens? Then they could definitely cover I it up. just think that's an absurd thing to say <laughs> and I'm not going to dignify that with a response. <laughs> Terry, do you think there are aliens? Yeah, 100%. There's aliens in Area 51. Everyone should storm it. <laughs> See you there. <laughs> See you there. Yeah. Do you think Jeff Goldblum still works there? <laughs> yeah. He hasn't really been there. You go there, find out. Um, that was me, Museum, going on to Pods and Recs. This is a segment where we just recommend things to people. It doesn't have to be podcast-related. Um, it can be a book. It could be a TV show. It could be a movie. It could be uh, a, a thought. I don't know. It could be anything. That's uh, what we're going to leave you guys to take out with you for the rest of the week. Uh, Joe, do you want to start? All right. Been crushing through Netflix. Uh, uh, it, the, co- the show is called La Casa de Papel. It translates to Money Heist. It is a Spanish television crime drama series. There are currently three parts on Netflix right now. A fourth was just filmed. Um, and it's honestly hot fire. It's about uh, these... <laughs> It's really fucking good. And uh, it's about these uh, criminals that uh, take over the bank, or they take over the printing press at the uh, Spanish uh, Mint, and they are printing their own money. Um, And basically, it also has some little political ties, as they're not stealing from the people, they're stealing from the government. And, taking, and putting the money back in the man's power, you know. Yeah. So, uh, so it's it, like Robin Hood. It's a little bit like Robin Hood, but it's very interesting. Uh, it's kind of Robin easy Hood to get. and Steve Munchen. I would say that the voice dubbing is pretty good too. So uh, it is. Uh, the lips obviously don't match up exactly, but the dubbing is pretty good. Highly recommend. I'm gonna recommend a show on HBO called The Righteous Gemstones. Dan McBride's new show about um, if if you watched Vice Principals, his old show, I think it came Great out like show. two or three years ago. Very similar vein, uh, like it's got a similar feel to it. Uh, a little different storyline this time. It, it involves a family who runs a gigantic megachurch and organized religion, and it's um, you know hypocrisy and it's just kind of absurdity has always been a kind of guilty pleasure of mine um and it's just very very funny and i would highly recommend it terry thanks dominic i'm gonna hop back onto the netflix bandwagon because they run our lives and i'm going to pick glow the gorgeous (laughs) ladies of wrestling what is it you may ask (laughs) well it's the hottest show on netflix it has Allison Brie, who I have a massive crush on, just waiting for the other Franco that's not James Franco. Hopefully they break up and mm. get divorced. And I, won't, ha- I won't have a shot, but <laughs> statistically. Shoot your shot 2019. Yeah. That's one so. less uh, person to get in your way. But, yeah, it's about uh, a group of 12 to 14 women. To show up to this, <laughs> what, a, what an approximate number! 
They show up to this casting audition, uh, have Love no idea what it scenes. is, and it's just <laughs> they're putting on a wrestling show. And you, you laugh, you cry. Uh, the director is a sleazeball, but kind of lovable. Is this a real? This is like a true story? Would you say uh, that you wrestled your it's emotions? Set in the eighties. No, okay. Um, but that's real life. Yeah, the characters really grow on you. Um, and it's only thirty minutes long, so it's not one of those hour-long uh, marathons you have to sit through with our short attention spans. Mm-hmm. So, I highly recommend. They have three seasons. I'm on a season three. How many episodes? Episode two. How many episodes? Yeah, how many episodes? Season like ten. So glow. So glow. The gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Huh. Wow. What All a right. sh- what a topic. All right. Well, those are our recommendations. Uh, we're on Apple Apple Podcasts now. Like, subscribe, five stars, review on Spotify. Follow us on everything. Like us on everything. And uh, have Instagram a good week. Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, Instagram and Twitter. Have a good week. Follow us on Twitter. Look for some more bets. And uh, hope you win all of them. I know y'all ain't in. I just want to let y'all know something. Y'all know I love you. Y'all know you're my homies. And uh, all right, we'll talk later. Peace. Ask you this about this life we live And let me try to swerve some of this attention you give To them distant ass relatives over Hampton And if they really missed you so much Why don't they just call and If you wasn't blood, would you still have love? Or in fact, does the blood make you think you have to love? Look, I probably love my family more than anybody here But my homies are family too Third cousins, get out of here Who was you with when you got tattooed? Tattoo. Who was you tripping with when you did the mushrooms? And who the fuck threw up all over your car and then felt worse than you about the shit in the morning? Who loaned your money, homie? Who owes your cash? Oh, who cash. taught you how to use a bomb for the grass? Oh, I don't know much, but I gotta assume that when you hit your first net, your homies was in your talking about Like, I don't know, maybe dishwashing or fucking flipping fries. And you got this boss who think he the Don Mega because he the head manager, cheap Kelly Fry. All you can vision is y'all beating him down. Your homie standing on his back while you're kicking his head around. But responsibility is there, I can't lie. Though I'd have been plucked his fucking eyeball out with a chicken bone. Crazy as fuck, I'll rip your piercings off. And now my homies are holding me back so I don't look soft. When you snuck the car out, who did you get it? When you got caught out, who'd you blame this shit? Who can you relax from out and scratch your balls? Homies, I'm talking about you and yours. Like a noose, and if you step to one of us, you better step to the whole crew. I never knew that I could depend, that I can have some friends. It's down to the very end. Well, that's my homeboys, excuse me, my family. And when we conquer the world, we macking on the galaxy. Cause sky's the limit, and we ain't finishing it. My homies gon' ride, then you know I'm with it.
Puff it and pass it and I give it to my homies, y'all Hit it and quit it then I give it to my homies, y'all I got the world around my finger with my homies, y'all And everything is obsolete unless I hear my homies call We worldwide, we're homies across the planet Sticking together like zippers on a Michael Jackson Peter Jack They got my back like a tap for that, I love y'all Hanging till we old and gray like grandpa Homies, oh. 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 